listening to Down by the Bank, a Jacksonville Jaguars podcast with Corey, Derek, and JK3. All right, welcome to Down by the Bank, partnered with the Blue Wire Podcast Network. This is Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Derek. What's up guys? It's JK3. So we are recording after the... Stop, uh, stop, stop. Okay. We are okay. recording after the preseason game. Uh, we are going to, you know, look and see how our team did or didn't do. But we're going to take two minutes and talk about this man, Corey, here. Just told us a few seconds ago that he has not seen Karate Kid, the movies. Like the entire, like, Karate Kids. He's never seen any He's of them. He's never seen any of them. Okay. So, uh, you know, this is a football podcast, but... Please That's correct. Drop him a line on some form of social media, uh, or tell him he needs to watch Karate Kid. How have you never seen it? How have you never seen it? Well, the theme is that I haven't seen practically any uh, famous movies, and we're trying. We were debating beforehand if if it was like you know me being deprived as a child or some sort of you know child abuse that I haven't seen any it's of these. So movies. funny that you you haven't seen these movies, but then like recently you're like, yeah, go see. Uh, Mr. Mr. Wonder's Stalkers in the movies, nine out of ten. Like, how will you go see these random movies that are out now, but you won't? You have to see the classics. I think it's part of uh, trying to, you know, offset my lack of movie watching as a child. <laughs> You're trying to catch up now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. They had a. Uh, I saw the. Um, gosh, what's the movie with Ryan Reynolds? I was uh, up late watching it last night at the theater in Durban. Um, the Free Guy, I think it's called. It's pretty funny. But there was a preview, uh, a trailer for uh, another Ghostbusters movie. And um, it was funny because when we saw that, I was like, yeah, I've never seen Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so, man. Okay, it's just like, we're going to get, get back to football people and the Jags. But I'm going to tell you right now, at least for a lot of people that are listening, especially of our generation, some of us have taken some form of advice that Mr. Miyagi gave in those movies. I'm just saying. Although he's a fictional character, we all know and have done something, recited a line, or have listened to something that Mr. Miyagi said in those movies, Corey. So Corey, you have you ever seen Rocky? I have not seen Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen, I know, like, of these movies, like, I've seen clips, like, I, I can picture Mr. Miyagi without having any context as to what the movie was about or anything, and I know of Rocky, but Have I... Have you seen uh, Rudy? Oh, uh-uh. Like, you, you're just, you're, you just gotta be joking now. I you promise you I'm not joking. No, I just haven't seen it. I mean, you know. You've seen Star Wars, things. right? I've, yeah, I've seen Star Wars multiple times. Maybe that's okay. the problem. Is All I would like right. fixate, okay. yeah, I would like fixate in on. That, I would have, I would literally would have gotten off this Zoom call. So no, fast. I've seen that. Like, like when I was younger, I think I would fixate on certain movies that I liked and just watch them so repeatedly. So, like Independence Day, I've seen like a bazillion times. Like I could recite that movie. Star Wars movies, Jurassic Park movies. Um, I don't know. I've, uh, I've seen like half of the Sandlot. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies. No. Uh-uh. Oh, hook. Nope. <laughs> oh my god. Shaw- Shawshank Redemption. I don't hey, know. Give it to, I'll, give, I'll, that, I'll stop it right there, Shawshank. Yeah. Uh, he, he may or is may that the one about the guy, the guy in prison or whatever? Morgan Freeman. 
yeah i think i i yeah. may have seen that one actually yeah i think i may have seen that one so it's possible the dark um, knight uh yeah no i've seen that that's still okay. somewhat new right. you know okay um, okay yeah so All i right. think that's yeah okay. What we'll do uh, is we will continue this on uh, another episode. Uh, we'll make a special <laughs> episode of movies that Corey should have seen but has not seen, and we'll go from there. That's what we should uh, do. Yeah. We should start a Twitter poll every week. What movie should Corey watch this <laughs> yeah. week? And then give a review by the next pod, like a book and, report. <laughs> and just to clue you in, if someone says hashtag Yo Adrian, Corey, that means Rocky. Okay. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> some of these things, some of these things are like in culture. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's almost like beyond the movie because that's just like a known thing, even if you haven't seen the movie. So, um, but yeah, that'd be kind of fun, actually. I mean, I do have a list of movies people recommended that I watch, and it's like all the movies basically. But um, I need to catch up for sure. But yeah, no, we're recording after the jaguars uh not that the score matters in a preseason game or that we won or lost but the uh, loss against the cleveland browns 23 13 at home uh so you know definitely some some takeaways from that i thought we'd start just kind of chatting about the fan experience at the stadium since it's the first game back since the weird limited capacity covid season last year um so we'll kind of run into that i will tell you walking up to the stadium i don't know if you guys saw this but uh there was a lot of like random trevor lawrence like homemade merchandise for sale that i saw everywhere like t-shirts with his face on it and you know they're like printed on like hanes thick cotton like rest stop style t-shirts the beefy tees i mean i'm all about somebody i'm all about somebody getting a buck you know but you guys know me (laughs) and there's only one or two places that i buy my jags merch you know the other one, the one first place employs me. The second place is uh, we've had them on the podcast a couple of times before. Um, but uh, other than that, man, I, I just I, I, I can't do it. Mm. I, I can't. I have to. I it just that stuff doesn't even and you're going to wash it <laughs> like two times and everything's going to come off. I, I tell you, though, leaving the stadium, I didn't see the guy that sold the uh, or sold the uh, profane Jaguar shirts after the games. You remember oh, those ones? yeah. I'm a, I'm a Jaguars yeah. B, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. But um, they had the uh, speakers at the entrance warning about COVID, the fact that, you know, you could potentially get sick coming to the game, I guess. And it was your responsibility. The ticket system, I thought, works great. I thought they perfected that. Like you walk up and you scan it and you're, you're right in, which is really good. But I will say, and you guys tell me, I mean, it was kind of a weird feeling going from the limited capacity stuff last year back to normal, but it did quickly feel right again after just like a few minutes of being in there and, you know, bumping into people and, and being close to other fans. So, I mean, uh, I, I, I loved it, man. I, I loved it. Like, you know, just the, the, the tailgate scene, the smell of the grills, you know, everything mm-hmm. else like that. Everybody, you know, being excited about, you know, the football game, being excited about being inside of the stadium. Um, of course, if you're doing it safely, you know, I like how the Jags have kind of, you know, put up the correct messaging and the right messaging, basically saying that, you know, you, you understand the risks of coming into the stadium, you know, with this type of capacity crowd uh, and this close quarters and close contact. So um, it was good. Um, I, I enjoyed, you know, again, walking up to the stadium, you know, seeing the seeing the guy play Spider-Man on the on the saxophone. Yeah, like, that's all yeah. he knows how to play is Spider-Man. And uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was awesome. It felt really good to be in, inside the stadium. It felt really good actually to get a break from the heat. 
to be in there on a Saturday night instead of a Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon at like a 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. Damn, I'm all over the place. But um, yeah, no, it was a it was a it was an awesome experience, man. I think, you know, the ticketing system, I did see a guy with the cashless thing and the the like the the concession folks, they told him they're like, hey, we're sorry, it's cashless. And his mind just like melted out of his ears. He had no idea what to do. And so he's and the guy, he was older. So I feel yeah. bad for even just witnessing this. But he was just like, so if I don't have cash, what am I supposed to pay with? And the lady was like, a debit card? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. It's what like, about my checkbook? <laughs> yeah. And that and then so and then also observing some of the other um, folks uh, and our that are our parents' ages. If if your parents are still fortunate enough to be around, try to break out their Apple their Apple wallet mm, and yeah. do the thing with their phone where they swipe up like the, the hard swipe up to to, to bring right. it up and everything. But I'm gonna be old one day, hopefully too. So I'll probably be that guy. But uh, it it was fun. But yeah, the the cashless thing worked great for you know anyone that has any of that technology. And you know if you have an Apple Watch or anything like that it, or samsung watch it works good so yeah everything was good it was it was uh, all around great stadium experience speaking of saxophone guy has that guy ever aged i think he's always looked the way he's looked since i was a kid he's he's been the same age and always (laughs) the same i think saxophone guy is like an animatronic that they set up out there and he's like an ai like the kids from uh, are the things from chuck e cheese that's right he only moves like a certain way I have to pay attention to that next time. That could be like a new conspiracy theory, but um, no. And then the, uh, yeah, the great observations. American soldier appears to be gone. I guess they're ringing the bells at the beginning oh of the my, game now instead you. of, uh, yeah. So that's different. Now I just um, don't know when I'm going to go buy beer for like the last beer, <laughs> the last beer in the stadium now. Cause it used to be American soldier was my cue. And now it's, <laughs> you know, when I heard, when I heard it, and when I, when I walked in, I was like, wait, Oh, it's like my brain automatically went to go buy a beer. And it's like, well, wait, I've already had several in the parking lot. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you've prepared well uh, by that point. Uh, and then the new video packages and graphics look pretty good, but I think you had a seizure you mentioned at one point. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what like color that teal, that electric blue is, but whatever that came up and then the gold came up behind it or something. And it was just everywhere. The, the video boards are all already like, you know, ridiculously huge. And then the, um, I think it was probably because it was at night because at nighttime, it, it, it it's a little bit more brighter. And I, I, a couple things got unwired in my brain when that happened. So I, I literally had to just look at the field or look away for a quick. So now I know what that, that seizure warning means. Like when you're watching music videos and stuff, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was unreal. And then last thing, because Derek looks like he's going to punch me in the face if we don't start talking about actual football stuff. Is, no, uh... no, it's, that's not true. That is not <laughs> to be true. Fair, to be fair, you led with movies, okay? So let's, let's, yeah, uh, yeah. It, this is balancing it, okay? But the mobile ordering, and maybe this is just like my area of the stadium, I don't know, but the mobile ordering kiosks are a disaster. I don't understand <laughs> What's wrong with the old way of people standing in line? You go up, you order, they give you the food and you go. It's like chaos. The employees were complaining. They couldn't figure out the system. The hot dogs and fries that you get for the price that they charge is a crime, a literal crime. I wanted to call the police. 
I think that they should talk to the folks at the Jumbo Shrimp and like figure out what their strategy is. Cause I think that is seamless over there. And I know it's a bigger scale, obviously at the Jaguars games, but man, it is just a bad experience when you're talking about, you know, the, I guess you'd say like the regular fan food, of course, I'm not talking about the club section and, you know, when you can get lobster and all that stuff, but when it comes to the regular food, it's too expensive. The service is, is not great. I'm not blaming the employees because the system seems to be bad. Um, but it just overall, it's just not, not good. I don't know. Anything on your side on that JK three? Um, I don't go in there to the stadium and eat. So, I, I mean, the only thing I'm eating is a popcorn, you know, I, I need that to kind of balance me out if you know what I mean, but, uh, <laughs> popcorn is usually, but I'm, I, the, the stadium food has never, and the stadium cuisine has never really been one of those things, you know, that that's enticed me to go to the game. Like at least with the jumbo shrimp, you know, I, I can go and get, a baseball helmet filled with grits and sh- or shrimp and grits. You know what I mean? Right. Like that, yeah. that doesn't really, I mean, that does it for me right there. So it's kind of cool, but they don't do anything spectacular with any of the stadium food um, you know, that make you want to do it. So, I mean, you got to think about it too. And, and no disrespect to Dick's wings, like no disrespect at all, Dick's wings. <laughs> but I mean, the, where their sign is in the stadium, that's like prime real estate. <laughs> And we've talked about that wings. so many times you know <laughs> we've been bashing they, on that they, so they many don't even times. have the best wings in jacksonville and you, you know what i mean so there, there's nothing really exclusive about it you know that there's nothing inside of the stadium that i can't get anywhere else in jacksonville like if i want to yeah. go to woody's i'll go to woody's you know what i mean if i want right. to go to if i want to pay 12 dollars for you know four frozen chicken tenders and like a handful of fries, then, you know, that's it. So I don't know. It's just the the stadium. They, that's the one thing that they're lacking. I think within the stadium experiences um, is the food. Yeah. I think I need to take better advantage of the plastic bag thing where you can bring stuff in. Cause I do see some people get pretty crazy. Oh, you can still that. do that. I think so. Cause there was a guy that bought in a, it looked like a home Ziploc bag that had some pretty nice looking boiled peanuts in them. Oh, uh, so I think I need to do that. But anyway, so Derek, We'll shut up about this now. I know you want to get no, actual no. football. I was, I, I was enjoying the conversation. I was not able to go, so that's why I wasn't chiming in much or if at all. But uh, the game day experience, you, you know, you want to you know see those sights and sounds, and hopefully we can get back to that in a healthy and safe environment soon. Um, and, you know, we already obviously are trying to. But I tell you, man, the, the boiled peanuts, you had me right there. Peanuts, sh- shelling them suckers, man, or – you know, the yeah. bratwurst or hot dogs leading up to the stadium. You know, sometimes you smell the hot dogs. Sometimes you smell some stale behind beer. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a uh, aroma and a feeling that just lets you know, hey, I'm about to watch some football. But, yeah, uh, you know, when you look at the, you know, product on the field, man, I, I've been saying it. Well, we've been this our fifth year. I, I've uh, been saying yeah, this our fifth year. 18, 19, yeah. 20, 20. This is our, Fourth I want to say, sixth, sixth year, I want to say. Sixth We've been year. doing it since 16. Uh, yeah, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, I would say six, right? Yeah. Uh, fifth, six, between five, fifth and six. Fifth. Anyway, yeah, 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 whatever. Blocking. Okay. Uh, the reason why we were talking about movies because uh, Mr. Miyagi, the Karate Kid, he's got a saying, no breathe, no life. In football, no block, no life. Doesn't matter if you've got you know, Trevor Lawrence now. Guess what? Kansas City couldn't block in the Super Bowl. Look what happened to Pat Mahomes. 
you have to block. Okay. You have to block. Travis Etienne, Jones, Shark, it's a preseason game. We're not going to overreact. But if you cannot block, if your first team cannot block the second team of the Cleveland Browns, yes, that was the second team. Hmm. Practice. And it wasn't even like it was a uh, um, something that was extremely difficult. For example, what was it? one of the first sacks? Cleveland on the strong side, they ran a stunt. It means they took the end, put him under, took the tackle, put him over. They formed a cross, okay? They took the linebacker. They put him on a delayed blitz, all right? So he, what he did was he was looking to see what ETN was doing. I think it was ETN or it could have been Robinson. And when they stayed for a second, they came in on a blitz. We didn't pick that up at all. And that was Sheldon Day, too. Yeah, hmm. we didn't pick that up at all. All right. Point is, yes, it's preseason. Yes, it's one play. Yes, you're going to get beat, but not whooped. That's do what you, that was. Do you think that – so do you think that with the lack of physicality in the training camp, do you think that has anything to do with it, like seeing, like, the live fire and seeing, you know, these guys on the cross? Or, or was it just – because the, the, I'm always just noticing that the Jags are having great camps. And, you know, and, like, for instance, the offensive line, you know, that they have gotten rave reviews the entire camp. And, you know, this was going from left tackle to right tackle. You know, every, everyone was just basically saying that, you know, the, the offensive line looks pretty decent. And, you know, that first play for, you know, Jawan Taylor to um, – it was, it was on the right side. So it was either Jawan Taylor or A.J. Cam that got beat on that one. I believe it was – I believe it was Jawan. Um, but, I mean, it's just it, – it's, it's, it's insane. And so it's like where's all this stuff? You know, we've been watching OTAs and watching them pretty much – you know, uh, run around and every and just getting rave reviews. But then the second team comes in, man, and it's just like, I don't know. I was expecting so much more. Yeah, I wasn't expecting I'm, a lot because it is preseason, but I was expecting more. And, and, and rightfully so. That's what we've been hearing. Now, I don't know what in the world was going on with um, with the, the left side, you know, because uh, it was happening on both sides. Yeah, but we know the story on the right side. Okay, we're not going to sit here and bash, but it was like some some bullfighting blocking. You know what bullfighting yeah. blocking is? What's that's that? where they got the cape out and they go, "Ole!" <laughs> yeah, that's what they was doing. Look, them lookout blocks. Okay, yeah. when they're shouting, "Look out!" Now, on some of those, or a couple of those, you know, Trevor Lawrence is going to learn and understand what it need, what needs to happen when holding the ball. Meyer talked about that. Uh, you know, everybody's been saying it. And basically to break that down for you, if you have a linebacker that comes on a delayed blitz and your running back slips out into the flat, he's got to know after about two, two and a half seconds, he's got to start looking for that back. That's his safety valve. That's the you know, last ditch effort before he needs to be taken off and running. But I think, that, and, Go ahead, and, and that's good. And that's no, I'll just say that's just, those are going to be things that take time for him to learn because it's going to be a lot faster than it was in college. So holding on to the ball. Yeah. You know, take the sack, fall safely, uh, or, you know, try to throw it away, but it's better than throwing a pick. So you, you, you give him that credit. At least he didn't turn the ball over. Um, there was one where he almost fumbled it, but I think he got it back on thing on the first sack. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, first play keep, of the whole yeah, game. Yeah, first play. Yeah. <laughs> so my point is you have to block. Doesn't matter who you have. You have to block or else you're not going to survive. Well, I, and, I mean, to even follow up with what you just saying, dude, and not to cut you off, but I mean, Chris, Chris Claybrook, Clay Brooks had the, uh, that 76 yard return. Like he almost housed an opening kickoff and it gets come and it's, it gets called back because of holding. And I think the holding was on Wingard, if I'm not mistaken. So, I mean, you know, it, it's just these ticky tacky things that when you expect to get cleaned up. And I, I just wonder if urban has inherited, you know, just, just, just dumb football plays, if that makes sense. You know, not not players, but just not playing smart, not really just realizing what you're doing. And I understand everyone's out there trying to make a roster spot and everything else like that. But sometimes the play that you don't make is the play that, you, you know, is, is made. Because if if all 11 of those guys on special teams, if Clay Brooks takes that 76 yards and that stands there, everybody's in the plus column because they're all on there for a positive for a huge gain. And we haven't returned a kickoff since like 2016. So, you know, that's a huge plus for everybody. That's a huge plus on that, on that side of the ball. Special teams, special players make special teams. All those guys are pretty much there, you know, as a good unit on the kickoff. And then again, you've got it at the, uh, if he makes it a 76 yard return, short field to give the fans what they want, you know, Trevor to ETN or Trevor out, you know, to Marvin Jones or anything else like that. And then wrap them up and put them up. You know what I mean? But instead, you got this guy, you know, getting a sack fumble, and then he's holding on to the ball a little bit too long. I, I mean, he did make some great throws from, from what no, I saw. He, he made some outstanding throws. They're, you know, third down, converting. Since when have we converted a third and long? Damn. Since when have we converted third, third, third and long? Man, you might as well get the punter out down third down because you knew what was getting ready to happen. Yeah. So th- those, were, those were good throws, and, and, and hats off to him for hanging in there. We're hanging in the pocket, um, and now with blocking, we're gonna we're gonna go to what we've been talking about for the last like what three months. Tebow can't block. Yeah, he can't block. <laughs> That's been, been very it. readily no. apparent on yeah. Twitter. The last it's been readily, look, I'm gonna repeat it, and people, <laughs> oh, you just saw it on Twitter. No, go back and play the tapes. I've been screaming this for four no, months right. since they announced yeah, it. You're right. Okay, you're right. And the reason why it's not because, oh, I hate Tebow, I'm a Tebow basher. It's no, because you can't just nine years and then just go into it and like, yeah, I'm going to block somebody. He's been gone for nine years. He hasn't put them pads on. Has None it really of us been nine it. years? I think so. Like nine oh years. God. None of us could do it. If you're sitting here now, either listening or you have a, a pod or whatever, or, or you, oh, I could get, no, you can't. Okay. These guys have been playing football every years since they were probably six and you're telling me he's gonna take nine years off and then us all of a sudden play a different position oh and know how to do it catch run routes and block was blocking is probably the hardest things that tight ends do come on now well i mean i could understand i could understand though if the blocking like if you get beat on a block that's one thing if you get beat on a block that's just one thing but you know the way that he was blocking and it was like it, it, he was shooting out off the line and doing things that we would tell kids in peewee football not to do, like duck your head and you mm-hmm. want to look to where you're going mm-hmm. and everything else like that, you know? And I mean, I don't know if it's eventually what, what, what may happen if he doesn't get cut tomorrow, if he doesn't get cut tomorrow, 
then they're going to bury him on the roster. And then he's going to literally come in as a gadget player, H back situations and everything. But if they're going to keep him that way and he does not block, he's going to get someone hurt. Yeah. You look at, you know, your backup tight ends, they all can block very well. You, you know, it's, it's either they block very well or they catch very well or a combination of both in their starting. So one or the other. He hasn't really proven the the uh, the, the catching and route running thanks to Tavon Austin, which is still funny. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> the one uh, chance that he had, yeah. Tavon's like, no, nah, <laughs> give me that. So it ended up blocking. So it ended with, you know, oh, well, he'll, he'll make it on special teams. No, because guess what? Besides the returner, that's the, there's in special teams, there's one guy that catches the ball and the other 10 should be blocking. So there are, does he, does he play special teams? Like he was, was he ever out there doing that or no? No, I'm just attention. saying that usually when you're buried that far down on the depth chart, you're usually right. a special teamer. Okay. But you have to have some form of blocking. Like it's special teams isn't just run out there and just, just there's there's a lot of science to it. There's a lot of plays and, and schemes that they do as far as wedges and you know what whatever their blocking scheme is. And everybody has to be on the same page. And if you're not, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work at all. So that's it, man. I, I just and, and I've been harping now for like the last 10 minutes, but good night, man. Preseason so, or no preseason, if you can't block. Let me ask you about there? him. So was he – people kept saying, and I know you guys go back and look at the, the film and, the you know, the recordings of the game and stuff, but he, people kept saying that he was getting open. And I know you joked about the one catch that he, you know, could have had, I guess, before somebody stepped in front of him. But was he getting open? I mean, was that the thing? Is that maybe he's like a pass-catching tight end potentially and the blocking thing is just not going to be – his deal? Is that what it is? I mean, I don't know. Is that a thing I mean, for tight ends? Even the receivers have to block. And the, their primary position is to catch passes. So they have to run block in certain instances. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, so, I mean, everyone has to be able to block. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So then why is, I mean, this might be a dumb question, but like, shouldn't this have like come up during training camp or something? How is this coming up when he's like thrown into an actual NFL game that he's just horrible at it? Right. I mean, why would they even do this? Because I was was so excited to see them when that first, that first day of pads that I saw. And then when I saw man hurts line up against them and literally throw like 
literally moved this man like he had nothing he could do. Manhurst was giving him the business. And I was like, mm, I don't know if that's good to where he just stopped moving his feet. And, you know, Manhurst was just driving him through. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I It's like you said, it should have been exposed, you know, in all the camps and all the things like that. And I'm not going to, I mean, I think we're spending way too much time on, you know, harping on Tebow because I, I re- if he does make it, he makes it, you know, we know why he makes it because he's Jesus's nephew. But I mean, that that's the only other way. I mean, that's the only way you can explain it. Yeah. Huh. I think the collective thing though, is that like, no matter what type of Jaguar fan I talk to casual, hardcore, you know, whatever, everybody seems to want him to succeed. So it's, it's almost going to kind of be a bummer that he doesn't make it. I mean, every time he was out there, it was like people were freaking out. Not that that should matter at all. I know it shouldn't matter, but it was kind of fun when you were there and people were getting excited about it. He's a nice guy. You know, I want all you guys to succeed in life too. Am I going (laughs) to stick you on a football field and and put you in pads knowing that you can't do it? You know, (laughs) that's a good, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess I got to give up on this narrative uh, about, you know, that whole side of it, because in the grand scheme of things, just like you said, we're spending too much time talking about this, probably. And we're not talking about other players in that context. You know what I mean? So I mean, we, we've got a we've got a player on the roster right now and James Robinson that broke the one the NFL 100. I mean, he's one yeah. of the 100 greatest players or best yeah. players, not greatest, best players in the league. So and think about that. Like, how does that guy fly so far into the radar that we don't even bring that up until like, what, like 15, 20 minutes into the podcast? I mean, why is that guy so under the radar for? Because the headlines, people care more about, you know, whether it's just Trevor Lawrence or the game itself or Herbs or Tebow, you know, they, they, they want to hear those storylines and not that. Um, but to end the blocking conversation, they need to get Juwan Taylor out of there and just tell Walker Little, you're playing right tackle. I don't know if he can play right tackle, though. You don't know if he can play? Well, somebody, they need to do something because you got to get the five best guys on there. They got to start training. They probably should probably start cross-training them or, you know, give yeah. them snaps at right tackle or something like that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, and, and for some of the things that we saw with him in, in the way that he was blocking, I mean – I mean, besides the, you know, and it, and it stinks because when when Trevor Lawrence gets sacked now, uh, well, with any quarterback that's getting sacked or anything else like that, it's going to be just so magnified now because of the competition that is at, you know, at, at the offensive line. You know, there's huge competition, um, you know, first string and second string. But again, the, the more alarming part to this, though, was that this was Cleveland's like second string. Second and third, I mean, they weren't, this was not, you know, Malik Jackson and Miles Garrett uh, and, um, you know, yeah, it, it, it wasn't those guys, you know, so. That's alarming. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm upset about. Like, you know, and then, you know, we've we got the Saints coming up next week or next month or a week from now. And, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, man. It, it's just, it was disappointing to see that. Look. I'm gonna call it this. We're gonna switch to defense here, and then uh, let you let you take it off with uh, C.J. Henderson, uh, J.K. Three. But I'm calling it next week preseason game. We will have a pick, okay? If it's the Saints, you wanna know why? Because Jameis is guaranteed to throw a pick. <laughs> all right, love him to death at FSU. He's a little bit crazy with his antics and how the silly videos, man. But he's, not he's, not gonna gonna w. W. he's not gonna eat a W. <laughs> w bad. <laughs> Forget. <laughs> 
That was the weirdest to, thing. When he tried to run the drill, when he tried to run through the, the running back pylons, man, and <laughs> he ended up getting tripped up. Did you see that a couple weeks ago? That he was... tried to run through the running back, and he had the ball, and that, that pylon beat the snot out of him. He stumbled out of the, in the, the back end of that. I was like, of course. Of course you would do that. His offensive yeah. training, his offensive, uh, like, uh, his training in the offseason. <laughs> when yeah. he has, like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. those that, weird that, drills. A, yeah, those weird drills are just hilarious, man. But that's I'll tell funny. you, we, we're guaranteed to get a pick in the preseason game next week. So, you know. Well, I mean, the way the CJ, the way they were playing, yeah, all of them. I, I thought the, I, I thought there was, besides, there was two, uh, and again, this goes back to stuff that the this is equal to the offensive line missing those blocks, the defense on those two screens, the two running back screens that they had, and the Cleveland gain, it seemed like they gained like forever yards on those on those screens. It's just like, come on, y'all, you, you don't practice forever yards. Like, how do you not practice against the screen? Like, y'all have been in the NFL for, you know, uh, you're in the NFL. You have seen a screen before. You you know how – you should know how to react to a screen. I mean, even in – I mean, coming up, again, screen happens, everyone on the sideline is yelling screen, and you just pursue to the ball. And they – I that was super frustrating too. But CJ, um, I, I hope – I hope this is the CJ that we will see because he is – when he's on the field and he's actually playing and wants to play, he's still the most talented, you know, corner that we have. Herbs like that was his, that was evident. That was I think, evident. I think Herbs is going to get in his head, and that's what you, you you need to have. That's and that's why they brought him here, is for situations like that. Because as much as oh, he doesn't have NFL experience and all that other national media hoopla, people that don't believe non-believers, and I shouldn't say all because there are some that do believe and some that doubt. He has that ability to get the best out of players. That's what he's known for. Yeah. And he has the ability to get in their heads to get them to buy in. And, and you know, that's that that's a that's a great trait. And, and we're gonna need it. Um, you know, as far as the, the screens and, and all that, one young defense, not disciplined, new scheme, that's gonna take time. Two, Case Keenum, he's a he's a PPP, you know, PPP, not to, not the paycheck protection program. He's a professional preseason player. Weird reference. Yeah, he's a professional preseason player. Okay, Case Keenum. All right. So that's why um, you you have that, you know, all those you know, big chunks of yards. And at the end of the day, you know, it could have been a lot worse. You know, it, it could have been a lot worse instead of, you know, field goals, you know, could have been a couple touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So I think there were some plays we just, you know, our youth and uh, inexperience and not staying home, not being disciplined cost us, you know, like you said, with a lot of those screens. I, I do think, though, that, you know, as far as what we've seen, some veteran presence with Shaquille Griffin, um, you know, some veteran pre- presence with, um, with 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 Rayshon Jenkins. You know, he was, you know, barking out and making a couple calls to Trey Herndon had, you know, uh, you know, some plays. Um, and I think that um, Tyson Campbell, the rookie, he, um, you know, he, he, he flashed, even though he did give up a, he watched a pass go over his head and, and uh, it was the touchdown. So, I mean, I know that was a rookie mistake, but I think earlier in the game, he had a couple, he had a pass breakup that could have been an interception um, as well. But I mean, overall, man, I thought it was good to see the defensive line getting after, um, you know, getting some pursuit down um, too. There were some good sacks by, um Doug Costin, uh, he was really good. Uh, and so I think Costin right now is 
behind uh, Devon Hamilton. So I, he's a player that I can see that could, could be making his way into that, like that starting rotation a little bit, um, you know, with those guys. And then also um, Andre Cisco. I mean, being wherever he needed to be at all times, um, you know, even near the ball. I, I mean, again, those, when he got into the game, it was more, you know, around Cleveland's sec- or third or, you know, guys that were on the bubble. But for the competition that he played against, you know, he did what he had to do and showed that he was capable of. I would like to see, you know, him and, you know, a couple other players get some more time with more relevant players, you know, against the Saints. And we'll, we'll probably dive into the Saints a little bit, you know, later this week. But I would like to see them get some earlier play to really just see what we have because you just got this game, you got the third game, and then the fourth game is pretty much going to be identifying, you know, the practice squad players. So um, Remember, there is no fourth game. No fourth oh, game. There isn't. Three. Change it. Change yeah, it. Three. Oh yeah. See, three. I still got to get used to that. Yeah. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was funny. Uh, setting fantasy. You know. Uh, season and settings. And I was like, wait a minute. There's 18 games. Or 18 weeks. 17 games. Yeah. Weird. So. Yeah. So. Um. But no. It's. It is going to be. Uh. Game two will be like your. I, I'm. You know. Your dress rehearsal. Yeah. And then and then game three will be like, you know, who needs to go, who needs to stay. And then from there, they'll go ahead and get started. I just I think on defense, you know, youth, especially up front, um, you do have some free agents in the middle. But I mean, along the edge, uh, they, they still got to not, you know, you know, you know, basically sell their hand, stay disciplined, stay home, let the, trust their trust their instincts and trust the play and just be there so you don't get burned. Um, we'll see what happens with the, the Schobert trade. Uh, if we are able to, you know, sew up that middle and, and play a little bit faster, Cisco definitely needs to be starting in my book. I don't know about you guys. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe Herbs isn't wanting to, you know, uh, maybe he has everything right where he wants it to be. I mean, if, whether if he's, you know, getting on the, 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 whether it's the O-line or D-line, whoever hard on practice, um, we, we got to put some trust in him. So hopefully he makes the right decisions. I mean, and again, you don't want to put all of your cards out there and you don't want to put too much stuff on tape because the way the NFL is right now, you know, you put a, you put a tendency or anything else like that, you know, opposing teams are going to be able to look at it. But I mean, am I selfish for wanting to at least for wishing that that Clay Brooks would, would have been, that would have been a huge return and then a short field to get like a fade route to Marvin Jones, you know, or something like that, or a swing pass ETN. I mean, the, the one I, I came for, Pretty much three things. I came to see Trevor. I came to see ETN. I wanted to see him do some things out of the backfield or do, do some things catching the ball. And I really wanted to get a good look to see what, you know, Tebow was going to do in the, um, in the, in the live fire, just because of the forsake of that's what the hot topic is right now. You know what I mean? So um, I'd say I got one of those. <laughs> one out of the three. <laughs> well, he- you know, we're not going to overreact. We're going to, you know. Uh, oh, no, I'm not overreacting. Yeah, no. I know. Yeah, but have some faith in, 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 the, in the process. And as fans, we'll need to make sure that, you know, just, you know, we'll stand behind the team. Hopefully they make the right decisions. There's talent on this roster, very young talent on this roster. They need more. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's complete, but – they'll 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 gel together and you know 
I don't want them not saying they're going to go out and, you know, win 10 games, but just go out and fight and compete. That's what, that's what I'm looking for. And when you have, you know, a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, oh, well, he didn't have the, you know, he had some decent stats, but look what Justin Fields did. Let me tell you something. What Justin Fields did in preseason, first of all, it's a preseason game. And second of all, all that did was put whoever his week one opponent is on high alert and their defensive coordinator is going to be ready for his butt. I'm telling you, it's something different when they turn, when they turn it on and those defensive coaches scheme, they're going to find every little thing that's wrong with him and they're going to exploit it. And that's just how the NFL works with young quarterbacks. They just have to go through it. They go through a very tough learning curve and it's the most successful ones when they come out of that. It's very rare when a young quarterback just comes out and they're just guns blazing and they're throwing for 4,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. That rarely happens. Rarely happens. So, um, you know, just just be patient. And uh, my only thing is, let's just block. Just block somebody. <laughs> just block. So well, Derek, Derek Taven's coming back. So, I mean, that might, you know, make a big difference. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> Did you read the report today that he was, like, confused and uh, – what was it? He was back at camp and had his helmet on during stretches when he shouldn't have and was like, didn't have a partner to team up with. I think somebody tweeted that. I don't know if that was real, but anyway. No, no. He, he hey, man, we appreciate everything you've done around here. No, we, we don't. To, no, we, <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> no, no, we don't. No. No. Hey, look, Not at that all. Was, that's, that's the professional answer he's going to get yeah. from uh, well, the Bucky or whatever, you know, and, 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 and herbs. Yeah, no, he, 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 it's time to go, man. It's Did you see the um, press conference from – well, first of all, the press conference uh, after the game, Urban Meyer seemed like he was already going to retire. But the press conference today, day after, uh, he kind of like hinted that the other coaches, I guess, that had more NFL experience sort of like persuaded him not to do as much – like you were kind of alluding to in the preseason game, as far as like showing their, their, uh, their hand and that he disagrees with that. So maybe we will see more coming up in the next two games. I hope, man. I mean, you know, I I really do. I I really hope because it's, I I need to see more. I want to see more. I want to see, you know, what, what we have. I'm not saying open up the playbook, man. I don't need to see the annexation of Puerto Rico any trick plays or anything else like that. But he doesn't I do know what that see, is. Yeah, he Corey, he's that never movie. seen Little Giants. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, seen clips. <laughs> so it's like, I, I just want to see more. I really want to see, um, you know, more. And, and I, I got a taste of it with CJ, uh, with CJ Brethard at the end of the game, you know, or when he got in, it was the, the tempo offense that, you know, Urban was running. Um, you know, and the tempo offense that they were doing, it's like, okay, I understand that now this is what the offense is supposed to look like, but, you know, I want to see more of that, you know, for what they're, what they're planning in the next couple of preseason games. And like you said, Derek, you know, with with the the only being three um, preseason games now, maybe we'll get a little bit more, um, you know, look at some things on, on Monday night. That'd be great actually for, for, for it to be on Monday night football for them to, you know, you know, take a couple shots downfield and, you know, let some things fly. Is this next game a Monday night? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on Monday night, the 23rd. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. You guys know Is about the, the – uh, uh, Yeah, it's next Monday, yeah. yeah next Monday, okay. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Should I call out of work the next day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll edit that out. Um, 
I'm totally going to forget to do that. So <laughs> don't actually do that. Um, do you guys know about the knuckle puck? Of course we know what the knuckle puck is. Oh, okay. All right. Just check. Mighty I know Ducks, that movie. Man. Yeah, I know, on, I know man. that movie. Man. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I saw that one. Um, oh, okay. Man. What? <laughs> Look, Anything else ne- on the... Go ahead. Next episode, movies off the topic of football. Movies that Corey yeah. doesn't know. First, first movie game. we're going to review with him, Bad Boys. No, I thought the first movie was going to be uh, uh, Friday. Okay, it could be Friday. Either one of those. That'll work. <laughs> um, yeah, let's. Uh, I don't know if that's a good uh, episode topic for like during the actual season. <laughs> that might be for the off season or a spinoff podcast. Maybe we'll do that. We'll monetize a spinoff podcast. Maybe Blue Wire will do that, like their first non-sports podcast. <laughs> Throw it out there. Um, okay. So I think we pretty much hit on everything unless you guys had anything else. Up oh, enjoy the enjoy the practice updates and enjoy the uh, enjoy all the uh the positive news you'll hear. We're gonna have some uh, cuts tomorrow. So some cuts there'll be some, there'll be some cuts. tomorrow. Yeah, mm. the, there'll be some cuts. Um the trolls will getting, be out tomorrow. <laughs> one player that's getting cut, he already got cut. Uh, and he just came to practice yesterday or today, so um, this will be his second time in three weeks getting getting cut. Um, so that was a poor attempt at humor at, at Taven Bryant, by the way. Oh, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. You know, he came to camp with that shiner that still no one knows how he got it, but yeah, what was the deal with that? Did it ever come out or no? Nope, no, no, hmm. not at all, not at all, oh. but hey. No, we'll see who makes it, and then we'll get to week two, guaranteeing a pick with the Saints because we know Jameis is going to throw one. So that's all I got. <laughs> all right. That's exciting. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we'll eat a W in week two against the Saints. And uh, otherwise, we appreciate you guys for listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating and review. And uh, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify and Google Podcasts and pretty much every podcast platform i think but again we are affiliated with blue wire and we thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you next time this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.